0: you're listening to the running ground with joseph d welcome back thanks again for tuning in hope everyone's staying healthy staying safe and grinding you know whatever dream it is you're chasing whatever goal it is you're pursuing just keep grinding and remember mindset is everything yo we are five days away from the chevron houston marathon um you know if you listen to this podcast before most of you know this race is the one i've been gearing up for since march 2020 when covid ruined everyone's running plans um you know this is gonna be my first live marathon 2021 was supposed to be the first but we all know what happened there so i feel like i've been training for this for almost like two years but it's here i'm feeling good i'm feeling hyped uh and i'm excited to see everyone on the streets on sunday we got some folks coming in town for this one too my dude cj the runner cory joiner Is bringing his entire run crew to this race i mean they're rolling like 30 something deep uh to the chevron houston marathon and half marathon including paul gibbs aka the blue-eyed runner Um, i know kaylee is headed this way for the half marathon the running wine mom letty uribe is coming down for the marathon then you have your your local studs uh daniel Barron, james wyatt pedro kalunga um Rebecca Garza, Angela Leong, I know Callie Roper, Warner, Callie Roper Warner, and Starla are going to be pacing the three-hour marathon group. Uh, Bree Schrader is making her comeback from injury and running the 5K on Saturday. And, you know, special shout-out to AWD runner, Letty Sandoval. Uh, for those of you who don't know, she is... Um, An athlete with disability she's blind and deaf but she's going to be running her first marathon on sunday and you know leading the way is going to be her guides from team catapult linda fox as well as gilly rosen uh i mean they haven't even crossed a start or finish line um on sunday yet but they're already amazing in my book just from what they've been able to accomplish in the past uh but you know as for me i'm just trying to stay cool calm and collected you know i'm feeling confident but not in a cocky way or overconfident um i'm just gonna go out and try to execute my race plan if everything goes well it should be a fantastic day Uh, but if it doesn't you know i'm still gonna be proud of what i've done this season in terms of pushing myself mentally and physically Uh, so for all of you listening be sure to look out for me out there Uh, I'll be that one guy on the course wearing, uh, I think I'll be in a tank, some shorts and a hat doing the 26.2. So if you see me, give me a shout out, send me some positive energies. Uh, I can use uh, whatever positive vibes I can get. As always, if you like the content, please share us with your friends and follow us on Instagram at the.grind.effect. For brand apparel and other designs, you can go to our website at thegrindeffect.net, which probably needs some major updating (laughs) gotten a little behind on that if you could all do me a favor and rate the podcast write a quick review it just helps me with whatever algorithm you know these podcast platforms use and just helps me in the show out but uh you know thank you to all the current followers subscribers listeners your support definitely means a lot you know this is my second episode back from the hiatus that i took and i thought you know maybe i should go with another amazing runner uh, someone really cool that could help baby step me back into this podcast thing. You know, you wouldn't believe how rusty you feel and nervous actually, uh, after a few months off, but who better to get than a friend of mine. And that's the ever bubbly energetic and always down for whatever Glenda Newman, AKA Glentasca. You know, the last time I had her on, she was battling through some injuries, but since then, you know, she's back as a race ambassador for the Chevron Houston marathon She's gearing up for her third live marathon and, uh, you know, she's she's a brand new runner uh, compared to years past. So the one you see on the course on Sunday, this is going to be a whole new runner. She's injury free. She hired a running coach in James Wyatt and, you know, she's hitting new levels of running that has her not only hitting PRs, but she's getting on that podium. Uh, You know, but we talk about her season leading up to Sunday's race, as well as joining Team Catapult and being a co-captain of Latinas Run Houston. So sit back and let's run again with Glenda Newman, a.k.a. Glentastica.
1: Welcome to The Running Grind, a podcast dedicated to finding the story behind your journey presented by The Grind Effect. It's a lifestyle, it's a state of mind, it's a reminder that success, your success doesn't always come easy. And here's your host, Joseph D.
0: Oh, nice. What are we drinking there? Is that a is that a Pinot Grigio?
1: Um, this is tequila. <laughs>
0: <laughs> no, Very it's cool. a, It's a Viognier. Okay. Very cool. Mm-hmm. All right. So I have no plan for this to. podcast. I have uh it's really just a free talk. Um what what else you got going on this weekend? Is that your house? Are you at home? Yeah. Okay. Where's uh yeah. Mia? The Mia.
1: She's um at school after school program.
0: Mm-hmm. Oh, how long does she have that till? Six. Oh wow.
1: So we can talk till six.
0: Yeah.
1: <laughs> <For sure. laughs> Are you in your office at work?
0: Yeah. I actually I literally went for a run in my scrubs. Oh. I was like, you know what? I could change, but it's kind of cold, so I'll just run in my mm-hmm.
1: scrubs. Mm-hmm.
0: Uh yeah. I I was I've been dealing with like a head cold and so plus I got my booster on Tuesday, Let's so come. like it it knocked me out. It was like a bad combination. Um Wait,
1: did you get your booster? Yeah. When did you get
0: it? Uh Tuesday, Tuesday morning.
1: I got mine yesterday and I'm trying to figure out what my life is going to look
0: like <laughs> if you haven't felt nothing yet you you should be good
1: oh okay yeah I, haven't.
0: yeah I I felt pretty crappy up until like 10 a.m the next day and then I was fine
1: oh because I, I made of titanium
0: look at that a pillar of health <laughs> <laughs> all right so here we are on the lead up to uh Chevron which is going live? Hopefully, fingers crossed that it stays that way. Uh, I think by the time this podcast comes out, we will be uh, maybe five days away from from showtime, uh, which is exciting. That's crazy. Uh, can you believe a full year has pretty much gone by since that virtual last year?
1: So crazy. I really I was thinking about that today, and I was like, because we got that countdown from Chevron uh, on Instagram, and I was like, oh my gosh, it's it's really happening it's really happening
0: i know we're doing well you did the virtual last year so uh Mm -hmm. definitely a different format but this will be your how many live race marathon isn't actually this
1: is yeah this is only number three and i'm like number three well yeah third live and then fourth total because of the virtual last year
0: man they're gonna be halfway to legacy here pretty soon
1: I thought about that, but like the pressures of being legacy, like that's a that's a big commitment. Honestly, it so is. is. I mean, that's
0: like six more, right?
1: <sighs> no big deal. Um, I just turned <laughs> yeah, I thirty, I feel like I'm like, oh gosh, maybe when I'm you know this age, I can be legacy.
0: Do you think you're gonna <laughs> continue continue on with the marathons after this one, or do you think you'll probably switch to some halves and then come back to it down the road?
1: You know, I don't know that I. I love the half distance, but like, I just love how much the full like pushes me. And it really is like a full time job, just like running oh, that much. And it's rough. It is. It is like, it's such a bear just from all the um, running. Hey, can you hear my dog barking?
0: I can, but it's okay.
1: Let me, um, he's, we just rescued him and he's just so much. Oh, yeah, that's, great. He's, um, that's Buddy in the back. Background, buddy. maybe he'll come down. Won't well, I can't make any promises. But if I let <laughs> him in, then it would be crazier. I can't tell which you know.
0: But anyway, that's buddy. Um, I think it's okay. Okay. If if there's any dog haters out there, I mean, they might have a problem. But who I mean, right. who hates dogs?
1: Cats. I mean,
0: that's true. <laughs> <laughs> do you have any I cats? Have cat. I do. I'm not a cat person.
1: Oh, I love my cats so much. Like the other day, I was like wow, man, you're the only one who's ever been there for me. I was emotional. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Do you ever see that meme of like the dog where it's like uh favorite scratching spots on a dog? And it's like, oh, here. And it's like, yes. And then tail. Yes. Head. Oh, I love it. And then it shows like a cat and it's like, nope, nope, nope. Maybe that feels okay. No, we're good there. We're good there. Nope.
1: <laughs> yeah, that's absolutely a cat and very relatable because I'm like, don't touch me ever don't even why are you even looking over here but a dog is like oh my gosh I love you so I'm kind of like a blend between the two
0: what made you decide to go with like uh, a rescue like so randomly it's like one day you didn't have a dog and then next day you're like hey look what I got
1: my daughter wanted a dog so bad so I was like let's just do it Let's just uh, get the roundest dog we can find. Try to tame it. Like it's just, he's just, he's like a, he is actually a 50 pound puppy.
0: Really? How many months yeah. or how many years?
1: He just turned one like a few days ago. On oh, Christmas. So he's got
0: that. He's got that energy, that puppy energy.
1: Oh my goodness. He has lots of, he got puppy teeth, puppy energy, puppy, all of it.
0: Who does he gravitate to? Does he gravitate to you or your daughter?
1: My daughter, he's really like gentle with her. And like with me, he's like, I'm gonna jump on you because you're tall. I
0: love you. He probably looks at her and is like, ooh, I don't I don't know yet. But this one's yeah. tall and yeah.
1: This one's tall and kind of strong. Let's see what's up. So yeah. Yeah, yeah. me is totally his master. It's weird.
0: <laughs> you know, little kids have that effect on dogs. Yep. But um segueing back.
1: <laughs> Sorry, back to the running. I think that's
0: gonna be the the constants of our conversation. We're just gonna be like squirrel. Yep. yeah but uh so we did woodlands right and you uh, PR'd for that and uh, then we entered this like off-season zone you didn't do any more races after that I don't think right
1: I did um so just a lot of things happen like after woodlands because I was injured and I took some time off I took like almost 70 days off um so I used that time just to spectate my friends and be there for them during their runs. And that was a lot of fun. I watched my friends run vintage. And, um, then in July I hired a coach, James Wyatt. Um, but I've actually been working with my chiropractor too. Um, and he helped me with my stress fracture and it's just crazy. Like going from every run hurts and I have to, um, take three days off just to run again. Like that killed my season last year. F- going from that to like, I can run pain-free every time and hiring a coach who will just help me like build a base around where I was instead of me having to guess like that made such a difference in my training and like beyond grateful for my coach and my chiropractor.
0: What's uh What led you to deciding like, Hey, let me get a, let me get a coach and Second, like, what made you decide on getting james wyatt as your as your coach?
1: You know my chiropractor um he one time I mentioned how I run, and um I was like, yeah, dude, I'm like at heart rate five every single run, and like he's so sweet, he would never be like, dude, you're crazy like instead, he was so gentle and was like, "Oh, oh really, okay, <laughs> but then I was like, wait, something I feel like I shouldn't be doing that and <laughs> then he started telling me about this whole 80, 20 thing. And um, then it turns out that like, he's a running coach too. So then I had all these questions. And then eventually that kind of led me like learning about James Wyatt. And actually I ran with him last year, I think for one of the champions uh running club, one of their long runs. And I was like, man, this guy's really strong, really nice. And he like, he ran with me. So I was like, <laughs> I'm so dumb. I was like, "And he's slow like me," <laughs> but he's actually really fast. But that was his heart rate, like that was his like conversational pace. You know, I can't even tell that's like heart rate for him. But it was his conversational pace, and and he ran with me and like answered all my dumb questions. And then it wasn't like until like probably like almost a year later till I was like, "Okay, it's time to coach up." And then I did, and I'm really glad he's he's an awesome coach.
0: Yeah, no, I think there's so many good resources within even just Houston, there's a lot of great coaches. So I'm always curious to see how people get linked up with their respective coaches, but I've had him on the show and great guy, really good coach. Uh, He coaches me virtually from wherever I am. Um, But no, how do you, how do you like the, how do you think your training from, I guess, from July from when you started with him to, to now has gone compared to like seasons in the past?
1: Um, well, like in the past, I feel like I've just been like, it was like, I was spinning my wheels, but I didn't realize, like, I didn't realize what I was doing wrong. And I see the secret sauce now is just like running at my conversational pace, building a base around that. And then going up from there, it's really like interesting. I'll tell you what I I remember telling my friends, like heart rate training is really, really hard. And I was running like 14 minute a 14 minute pace and i was so mad because i was like this is straight up degrading like <laughs> i can't believe my heart is working so hard and i'm running slower hey can i side by real quick
0: yeah for sure
1: um can you hear my dog do you need me to move would it be uh
0: a- i mean i can hear him it's totally up to you um i i mean i i hear him it's not anything to me but
1: <laughs> but like for the
0: uh okay. I mean I we yeah, if I mean if you can, that'd be
1: Yeah, let me move this real quick.
0: Yeah. And you know, while she's finding a new location with uh less uh dog barking in the background, uh I don't know if you guys have seen the weather for race day, but it's looking amazing. Um I mean, I'm I, I wouldn't mind if it even got a little bit colder. I mean high thirties, low forties. That's like perfect weather for me. Um, so uh, just want to thank uh, the weather gods, uh, Mother Nature for cooperating with us this weekend. Uh, should be a fantastic day. Uh, but let's get back into it here. Take the Um
1: Right. <laughs> I was like, I can't believe I'm paying to do this. Like this is so, like it's exhausting. I'm moving way slower. I can't believe this is like, uh, I can't believe I'm about to do this, you know, but I felt really like my pride was in the way my ego for sure. And um,
0: it is tough to so- force yourself to go slow in order to get faster down the road. Right. Mm-hmm. It's like yeah, paying, it is- paying the price now to get the dividends later.
1: Yes. Yeah. Yeah. It's almost like getting on a toll road. That doesn't start for another six miles or whatever, (laughs) which is, which isn't really long in a vehicle, but you know, um, yeah, I, I, I feel like it was the, the road to, um, to get, I guess, quote unquote, faster was so much harder than just running faster, which, which what I had been doing that already. And I was like, that's sort of the definition of insanity, right? Like doing the same thing over and over and expecting a different result. Like I had been running faster for so long, expecting to be faster and then it never happened. But um, so anyway, I, I knew I needed to change and clearly what I was doing wasn't working. And what I was doing was like, I was just downloading stuff off of Pinterest and, or like, like I did do a group group run, you know, like a group supported thing at one point. And it was really cool. I loved the team that was in. We had a, I mean, we did have like a, a half marathon marathon group. And then within those groups, we had pacers, but it was almost like you had to know which pace you were in. And so at that time, I really thought I was at a certain pace because that's how quote unquote fast I could run. I just, and that killed me because I didn't realize that my pace was actually, my heart rate pace was actually two minutes, two to three minutes slower than that, you know, and I had to really be okay with that. Um, but this 80-20 has made my running so much stronger. It has built my, my capacity, like, even in the heat and the cold, like it's just so much better. And I'm—I wouldn't I always say that I'm a pro at it because no. But like, this is so cool to have this base and a peak, and now the peak is now my base. It's just really cool. Like it's just flipping it upside down, and like I see my friends, my friend Daniel, he'll run like nine minute pace, and then his heart rate is like one thirty seven, one thirty two. I'm like, mmm, so beautiful like i'm so proud of him so that's, that's a
0: crazy uh pace and, and heart rate i guess um but that's cool i mean i do feel like you've really uh have you i mean you noticed your your ability to pick up the pace and still maintain that easy heart rate
1: yes okay so i think i've gotten i mean i don't want to say i've gotten two minutes faster or this or that but like i have definitely what used to be like really difficult is not. Not only can I keep that pace for longer, I can keep my heart rate more steady for longer. So I can see that my heart is more efficient. Um, But more importantly than that, like I really, I really do want to hone in on like the whole injury and how I was so hurt. I've been able to do all of my runs. Um, If I didn't run, it's because I didn't want to, like, it wasn't even that I couldn't, it's just, I didn't want to, you know? And, um, so that's been just such a beautiful juxtaposition from last year where it was like, I can't, because I had to take three days off after my long run, because I hurt so much because this injury is flaring up and I can't even walk. I can't carry my child. I can't do like, I can't bear weight at the gym, you know, like it was just a lot. Um, so I, I think to me, like that's the biggest win is, having pain-free runs like and so it's been a teamwork between you know with my chiropractor and my coach um so it's been really cool to um to work both of those things so I guess what I'm trying to say is like yes the speed has been really great but the beautiful thing to me is that I can run without pain and that's kind of the big gift for me because I love to run and I hated to it was dreadful to wake up knowing I was going to be in pain and now I don't have to worry about that
0: I think for all runners, when your running gets taken away from you, it it does something to you. You know, when you can't do what you love to do, or you know, whatever you're used to doing. So, uh, no, I definitely feel you on that because it's like I'm not controlling my running, my body. You know, my the running is controlling me or something. You know, it's like some type of complex mm-hmm. like that where mm-hmm. you don't have control of the situation and you can't dictate when you're running or when you're not running because of pain. So. Uh, I definitely feel where you're coming from on that. But that's great that you had like a little, uh, you know, support team to kind of get you back on track. When did you really start yeah. uh, getting back on the training? Because I know you did a couple of races that we're, we'll, we'll talk about here uh, in the fall leading up to to Chevron. But, you know, when did you really kind of start feeling like you were getting that old Glenda back, you know, that, I mean, obviously once you started running pain-free, that was like the first thing, but Combine it with the training that you're doing, when did things really kind of pick up for you?
1: Well, you know, what I discovered was like, it wasn't even the old Glenda. Cause I had been running in pain for so long. It was like this rebirth of new Glenda and the new things that I could do through running and with running. But, and we'll get into that in a little bit because running pain free means that I can use my, my passion and. I wouldn't say get my passion for running into other areas of my life. Um, but like, yeah, I, I felt it sort of around July. I think July of this year, like Woodlands was in March. And then July, I kind of started picking things up. I started feeling better and I was able to run a little bit more. And that's kind of when I started picking up the the pace and the miles.
0: I think you, ha- you had a... Um... Particular year in in which it was just hot forever. I mean, it was still hot through like Christmas. Yeah. And I think yeah. building up that that stamina, that endurance during humidity pays huge dividends whenever it's cold. You know, the rewards yeah. are, are way better when it's cold because it's like, man, if I can breathe in that and still maintain this heart rate, then whenever it gets colder and it's I'm not like gasping for air, or dehydrating so quickly, uh, it, it just even jumps up that you know, well, not jump up, but keeps your heart rate low, but you can still kind of push that pace a little bit.
1: Yeah. Yeah. It's a gift for sure. I mean, running in the surface of the sun (laughs) for months (laughs) and then you get to finally have some like relief runs. That's been nice, but it's been weird. Like it's, it it doesn't cool down right in time for the long run. Oh, so you have to run in the heat. That's been
0: Where do you like, where, where do you do your long runs glad- at?
1: That- uh, Memorial Park.
0: Do you just stay on the loops or do you venture yeah. off?
1: I do. Yeah. I mean, it just makes sense for me. Um, I don't like to run by myself. Um, and I haven't been able to join a lot of the long runs since about like late October. So I just kind of run on a random like day like thursday or wednesday you know and it's you just do run on but i figured it out with my coach so <laughs> i do i have to make it work um so like when my daughter's at school that's when i do my long runs but it has to be like okay i'm gonna wake up and eat and then take her to school and then go on my long run but then i don't know if you procrastinate for a long run but i do and i'm like I don't end up running until way later. It's just like a whole mess. But there are some times when I was like, it was like a race against time, just like trying to run and then pick up my daughter from school. Like I was running for that long.
0: Which I think is also a a thing of marathon training, right? So we have to mm-hmm. make it work with our schedule. We have to hit certain mileages and everybody's schedule is different. Everybody has different priorities. Everybody has. So like for me, sometimes I got to be up at like four 30 and hit, hit the trails at five. And people are like, dang, that's so early. I'm like, well, it's, you know, it's the only time that works for me. Whereas yours might be in the evenings or you're like trying to just get whatever sunlight time you can get in.
1: Yeah. I think that's the craziest thing about this type of sport is that we're not paid athletes. Right. And so we don't have this like specific carved out time. Like we have to make it work whenever we can. And you know, family just kind of ups the ante with you know responsibilities and all of that even if you're not like even if you are a single person you still have a job and you know you still have to eat you know and and do things that revolve around life and so I think that the this level of sport for the everyday person becomes so it becomes a matter of like how bad do you want it you know and I think that's that's where it becomes really mm -hmm.
0: yeah I think I I kind of feed off like the grind of trying to make it fit within my normal life but not take away from family and kids and work and all that stuff and you know to to people i mean you have a good number of followers and you know i think for non running folks they just kind of see us with our medals and we run 13 miles 26 miles but they don't see what goes on on the off days to get to that point where we hit a pr or, you know hit those miles you know everyone just kind of sees i mean runners will understand but you know everybody else just kind of sees what we post but they don't see the work that we necessarily put in or they don't they can't relate to it you know
1: mhm yeah they just think oh she just runs a lot yeah but yeah. there's like this this insane desire to to be beyond what you were the year before cuz it's not even about like oh i have to be ashley or or daniel oh, or whatever
0: Ashley. Oh, <laughs> those <laughs> people <laughs> no there's nobody um, no
1: um, but you know you're not trying to beat only one you're kind of just be trying to like become better than what you were six months ago a year ago and that's kind of the the really neat thing about it is it's it's not even about anyone else it's about becoming better at the sport as an individual
0: for sure i I think that's like the one thing that people think um it's not about comparison it's just about pushing your individual self and each other to to new heights and new limits and you know pushing yourself beyond what you thought was a limitation in the past. so no I, I feel you on that i think that's i think that's a great way to 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 put it um so fast forward you know, going through the hot months we're blessed with some like cool weather for the Houston half, which I saw you at, uh, that was like the oh. first big test, I believe for you to kind of put your training to, to the test.
1: Yeah. Um, a few weeks before that I did, um, one of those run Houston series and I did the U of H one. Yeah. I did a, a, and Carl Lewis was there and right. I got to yeah. meet him. Oh my gosh. I got second place in my age division Boom. age group. Oh my gosh. I had never been on the podium before.
0: So awesome. I was Correct. like, thank
1: you. Co- Dude. Thank you so much. It was just so wild. Like, um,
0: Hashtag I've never stayed.
1: Names. That's right. Um, I had never, um, even stayed for the awards just because I ain't got nothing to do with me. Bad, You know, <laughs> I got, I got things to do, but I actually stayed and they called my name and I just, I could not believe it. Um, it was just really cool. That whole experience was amazing. And I will say, like, once you get a taste for the podium, you kind of want it.
0: Oh, right. Time. Isn't it kind of like a, a drug? Like you 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 strive to get back on there and not yeah. not just because of other people, but just for yourself, that feeling. It's like, man, what I what I work for pays off.
1: Yes. And like, so the day before that, I had done the Heights run. Um, and I told my coach about it. He's like, okay, girl, two back to back, like five Ks, don't race them. Like just, just run, you know? And I was with my friend and, um, and I remember when we got the results, like I was number one for my age group and I really liked the way it felt. But then what happened was there were more people running and so it kept it just kept updating and i was like oh i'm running again tomorrow i'm I'm gonna actually try to race it and i did man i put my i put my big girl shoes on and i ran it it was so fun is that a Um, was that a pr
0: for you too for your 5k yeah
1: nice i think so yeah it was your friend viv he also
0: placed in that race too Uh, i think i saw daniel out there too um but yeah i think i thought that was like a was great to be back to like live racing because yes you know i think Woodlands was the last live race and then it was like well the new season's about to kick off and i think that was the first one but to hit your first live race and you and your posse all kind of do well and hit prs and hit the podium that's amazing
1: yeah i was really proud of my friend daniel because um not to be the worst but i didn't know he was that fast just no honestly he's been working so hard <laughs>
0: It's like Whoa. He just,
1: he me. where did he come from but what was his time i think he ran it in like definitely way less than an hour 40 something minutes i'll have to check but anyway
0: yeah i mean i did
1: not know that dude was that fast not gonna lie sorry i just got really hot i'm sorry
0: <laughs> you know it's, there, if there's one thing about running that has proven me wrong is like you can't judge people sometimes by <laughs> the way they look. And sometimes they're like, man, are you fast? And you're like, Oh dang, you fast. And then I people you expect to be super fast. Lying. You're like, well
1: I know you're not lying because like, and that was a thing too. Like I remember like with this sport, like comparison is, I mean, with anything really like comparison is sort of the thief of joy, but like, but he would like pull in like these crazy months, you know? And like for my peak week, I ran like 41 miles. And then like for that whole week, I think he like, I don't know. Like, I think he ran like a hundred miles or something ridiculous. And I was like, dude, should I post that I ran 41 miles? (laughs) And then for the month I did like 150 and he was like at 250. I was like, but then I was like, you know what, this isn't about comparison. Like He would never he would never be like, oh Glenda, don't post that. You only ran this much amount. Like he's so the opposite of that. He's so like a champion for for people running. He would, you know, he's just the coolest guy. Obviously, he's not gonna be like, dude, don't post that, you know. But anyway, he's just I'm just so proud of his season. Um so anyway, this is gonna be his first um, his first marathon his first live marathon so i'm really excited for him
0: Well, good luck to him we'll have to get him on the show one time yeah well so i guess you were part of that big ambassador group that uh you hooked him up with shirts i remember you reaching out to me and was like hey i want these uh power of the pack shirts and i saw the picture of him uh but is that is all that group running the live race again
1: yeah nice yeah i'm excited and even, you um,
0: have to go from a virtual to the live which and be back as ambassadors again
1: and be back as ambassadors. Like the only person that's not coming back as an ambassador. And I'm like, she's totally an ambassador and doesn't realize it again is Joe Marie. She's like the coolest person, but she's um, a funeral director. And I think her life is just like really just busy with work right now. So
0: I know Joe Marie and uh, she's definitely like an ambassador for like life. That girl ran, a virtual marathon on a treadmill with COVID mm-hmm. just to inspire other people in the running community. So <clears throat> big shout out to her. Um, yeah. Amazing. but you get that podium. Uh, then I think the next race lined up was Houston half, which Houston half. 5k is, you know, 3.1 miles. And now we're adding another 10 miles to it and still kind of trying to drop that pace. Uh, how was your training leading up to that?
1: So my coach had me like, he would call them training blocks and they're like four weeks and he would just help me get a little bit better at where my base was. Um, so I meet up with him and we create this race plan and he's like, based on your fitness level, this is and the fitness level is not what he thinks. It's what I've shown him based on my stats on like Strava or Garmin. So he has a very concrete and very like, I guess, scientific approach to it. I don't, you know, really know or mathematical
0: <laughs> He makes it up. Oh, as it he goes.
1: The, I don't know. He just makes it up. <laughs> yeah. um, he's like, he's a magic eight
0: ball. That's like, what should she? Yeah.
1: Do? <laughs> um, here you go. He just like. <laughs> puts it all together but he told me like here from this mile to this mile the use of this pace and then he showed me which is so crazy like I didn't know how to actually do that on my watch but he showed me how to do it so when I was running that day like if I was going too fast because he didn't want me to like burn out at the beginning um if I was going too fast it was like you're going too fast even though like all the adrenaline is going you know And then toward the end of it, it was like, kind of just book it. Um, but it was just a really great race. I had never had an actual race plan. I, my rate, my best race plan was finish at X time. And that was the plan. Same. So, which is really cool. Sounds like a plan, except like, what will you do to get there? And I didn't really know how to hone that in. And he taught me how to do it. Um, So we planned the race and then I raced the plan and um, toward the end, I was just smoked. I saw this guy at mile 10. We only had like a 5k to go. I saw this guy and he was struggling, but he was really trying his best to go hard. I gave him one of my gels and I was like, I'll pace you. And then I was like, ah, I was like, you know what? I cannot, I don't know why I did that. You know, I wanted to be there for him and to serve him in the community but I was like here's this jail I have to go run <laughs> um
0: I'm sorry I really I want to help to... you out no I mean just that just even the thought that you even had that in your your mind to do that I mean that speaks volumes about who you are as a person um, uh-huh. but sometimes you got to like you know you have be not be selfish but you got to hit your personal goal that you have for yourself too yeah
1: and I and I was like I was like, I feel like you're, I'll see you at the end. So I'll see you at the end. Um, and plus, I didn't know if I was being too overbearing. Like, I can be mama bear sometimes, you know? <laughs> so I was like, ah, I'm going to let you do your thing. Um, but then I saw my friend Karen, like at mile 11. And man, it was the difference between mile 10 and 11 was very different. And I saw her and she was like, come on, girl, let's go. And I was like, oh, sweet Karen. She's actually a runner at Champions. She's really sweet. Um, but she, like paced me throughout the race, the rest of that race. And I, had, I ended up getting a PR I PR'd at Woodlands with like two fifteen, and then two Oh six at Houston half. So
0: nine minutes. Yeah. That's boss. But,
1: I mean, thanks, but that's the difference between running injured and running with your heart. You know, like I really did run with my heart while I was injured, but it was not a safe approach. <laughs>
0: Oh, I guarantee with another year of like 80-20, you'll shave off another like nine minutes. I mean, you can only gain so much fitness within a given year, but you do another year of that 80-20. Oh man, you're gonna be like sub two easy. Easy. Oh
1: my gosh. I can't wait. So I have goals. I do have a sub two goal, but I'm I'm my bigger goal is I would really, I really want to um to guide a visually impaired runner. So I have reached out to uh Team Catapult. To see if I can, they. I don't think that they have their 22 uh, 2022 calendar ready, but if they'll have me, like I would be so honored to to guide a runner um at Woodlands Half, and even if I don't sub to like whatever, not a big deal. But um that's kind of my goal for 2022: is guide at least one run.
0: weren't you named an ambassador for Catapult? I or a guide. Yeah. Yeah. Congratulations.
1: Thanks. So yeah, so I became an ambassador and I applied to be a guide. But the thing with guide practices, you you have to go, you know, and it was like, I'm working really hard for my goals and marathon. So since I'm not guiding, like it's, it's really difficult for me to do both. Um, So I have done like, I think one or two practices with their runners. And um, it's really cool. I mean, I really like it.
0: and linda who i had on the show i think yes. she's going for her first marathon um yeah she's she's going to do that i think her friend gilly is helping out with that too i think they're going to switch off at like mile 13 uh but i'm excited to see them uh i'm excited to see everybody on the course you know going back to that houston half uh there was i saw the story of because you have like a dog and you you help that guy out but there's a girl who picked up a cat and oh yeah <laughs> I was like, that's the coolest thing. She's like, I had all these race goals and I saw a cat that needed some help. And so handed him to her husband and then she goes and finishes the race. But I think, you know, stopping and doing that kind of like, you know, didn't mess up her time goal, but she didn't hit it. But, uh, she was just so excited to have a cat. I thought that was so funny.
1: I saw that. I think she named that cat spooky. I mean, I got in touch with her. I want to say it's spooky and I don't really remember her name. I think gosh, I don't want to get it wrong, but maybe it's Jennifer. And like, I spoke with her for a little bit. I was like, Oh my gosh, you're my hero. Like who does this? Because it's a little hat. Oh my goodness. So cute.
0: I think it was Christina. Christine. Oh, Christina. Christina. Something like that. Uh, I'll have to get her on and talk about that. Cause I thought that was like a cool little story that happened in the, in the midst of like a a big, like race that was back in downtown that we missed out on last year.
1: Yeah. On Halloween day, she found a
0: little black cat. So cute. <laughs> she should have named it like Houston or Houston half. Something that had to do with the race where she found him.
1: Okay. But you know
0: what? What do I know about names? I'm just,
1: I <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> Taco Cabana, like all of the sponsors. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> barbecue sandwich, honey barbecue, <laughs> you know, something like that. <laughs> all right. So here we are in the, the final build up to to marathon weekend? How's your marathon? What are you feeling? Are you antsy? Are you excited? Are you scared? A little bit of everything?
1: I feel really confident. Um, but like, uh, don't 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 get it twisted. I'm not cocky about it. I'm still uh, you know.
0: I think when that's when you have a good training cycle is when you go in and you feel pretty confident. It's not it's not cocky, but you feel like you did what you need to do. And now it's just time to execute what you've been doing on a day, you know, on a daily, weekly basis.
1: Yes, like ever since I started training with James, I've done pretty much every workout that I need, needed to do. This week I kind of fell off the rail, but like, come on, it's like the taper week. I mean, <laughs>
0: it's kind of like Christmas, you know, like, you know, Christmas or senior senioritis, right? You know, yeah, <laughs> you're in that last little phase, you're just like, oh, you know, I'm not gonna lose that much fitness, no big
1: deal. Um, no big but deal. yeah, I think we have like our last. Our taper last taper run this weekend or tomorrow, which is supposed to be like rainy and cold, but I'm like bring it on because we don't know what's going to happen for the weather. Like, can we run in the cold? Check. Can we run in the heat? Double check. Can we run in the cold and rain? TBD. Like, but I'm gonna find out tomorrow. Yeah, we're gonna
0: find out tomorrow. <laughs> uh, you really- know, it's also crazy with you know we we spend all these weeks, months training, and for one singular day where anything can happen, weather can mm-hmm. be. Off, you might get sick the day of, you know, you don't know what your stomach's gonna do. um So it, it's just funny that we spend all this for one day where anything can, I know. can happen.
1: I know, but it's pretty crazy. I think, like, I don't know, the average is what, 600, 700 miles for 26.2 miles? <laughs> you train that much for just 26.2.
0: Yeah, I know. Well, you know, they say this, you train hundreds of miles and this is the last 26.2. I, hopefully, I see you out there and, uh, at least, like at the expo, you're gonna be working at the expo, right? As an ambassador.
1: Oh my gosh, yes. Can I like say that,
0: please? Yeah, let us know where, where okay. people can find you and hit you yes. up. Yes, just don't be creepers, so, don't be weird. Okay.
1: Creep on me, it's all good. <laughs> um, <laughs> on um, Friday, I'll be at the expo from 12 to 2, and um, I will be at the little area where they're giving the pins the 50 anniversary pins if you bought the pins or if you signed up for the um 50 mile challenge i'll put that ribbon around your neck just <laughs> kidding i might not give you like a little pouch with it i don't know i really don't know what it's going to look like but it's, like, don't touch each me. other
0: i want to be yeah. knighted with my with my medal like here Sarah, is your medal of honor wow. for finishing okay. the 50 sure or 50 yeah challenge. <laughs> perfect i'll do it I'll night you with. <laughs>
1: Yeah. I was like, here, catch, boom.
0: <laughs> yeah. They're going to be like, nope, you can't do that. Just, yeah. just go long. I'll I'll, I'll get you. <laughs> yeah. You said that's on Saturday or Friday?
1: That's on Friday. And then I'm doing it again on Saturday. I will be at the Mick Ultra, Mick Ultra HEB booth. And that will be from 8 30 to like 10 30.
0: So if you got your 50 for 50, if you did the 50 miles for 50 years challenge, go to that booth on Friday, get your medal. And then Saturday, it what what is the Miclobe H E B booth? Is that like a photo booth it, or it's
1: a photo booth? Yeah.
0: Oh nice. Okay. That should be a lot of fun.
1: Yeah, I'm excited about it.
0: And then are you doing the the 5K?
1: Yeah.
0: So a nice little shakeout.
1: Yeah.
0: Yeah, I'll be out there too. Oh yeah?
1: Okay, cool.
0: Yeah. And then uh race day are you, st- are you st- no you live you live pretty close to downtown you're not staying downtown are you
1: no i'm pretty central i'm just gonna wake up a little early or probably not sleep at all that sounds healthy
0: <laughs> yeah right before race day
1: well no all like everyone does it just kidding um i'll probably just wake up a little early and then head on out i think they start closing the streets down at five so i'll just get to downtown before five
0: yeah just sleep on the corner of avenues avenue and <laughs> the grb why not i mean you know slumber party or
1: worse it could happen just yeah. tent,
0: <laughs> yeah. um well you know I, I, obviously i think things are going to be different uh than they were in past I, I think heb is doing like instead of the hot breakfast they're doing uh like food to go um just because they don't want people hanging around too much i heard that the grb just put in this like max filtration system that filters out all 99.9% of covid particles so that should help
1: wow i didn't hear about that that's crazy
0: and then the corrals are definitely longer and than they were in years past just kind of spread everybody out uh what corral do you know what corral you're gonna be in
1: why do we have to talk about that
0: oh we don't have to talk about it well if you see glenda in your corral y'all be like what's up (laughs) just kidding (laughs) (laughs)
1: <laughs> i'm clearly not sour okay but here's the thing you have to sub two um sub two and a half marathon or sub one in a 10k to get corral a and ah. i missed yeah so i missed it but so i think now i'm corral c which c for cool if you want to be cool like me come see me at corral c <laughs> that's
0: where the cool kids are going to be yeah um, obviously. how about your your other friends uh i know there's pedro viv Uh, Veronica, Veronica. Daniel.
1: Um, So I asked Veronica to run with me. Like I messaged her the other day and I was like, Hey girl, what are you doing? What What do you do on January 16? (laughs) (laughs) But um, she she told me like what her, you know, like time was. And I was like, maybe yeah we can run together. So I'm hoping she and I can run together and I also just found out that my friend Michelle Morton is um pacing the 4:35 group. So I'm really excited about that. So my coach says I can run a little bit faster than that, but I don't know. I'll just run with her and you know, I you know, I have to ask her about her race plan and all that stuff, but but she's um she is pacing the 4:35 group. So there's a there's a really high chance that I'll be in that group.
0: I think sticking with the pace group is just a good way to go. I think the Houston half is the first time I stuck with a, uh, a pace group and Chris Gonzalez, who I had on the episode, he, he was nails on the pace, him and uh, this guy named friend Mark. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, they, they, they took that pace and they, they were pretty cool. They they were good with it. So at Chevron, I'm going to be trying to stick with the pace group and, Um, so if people know who Joseph D is, look for, look for me out there. I'll be the one running that one guy running. (laughs) Um, I feel like
1: Joseph is, um, going to Joseph, you're going to kill it. I'm really
0: excited. Uh, hopefully, I mean, I kind of have that, you know, sense of confidence in the sense that I feel prepared now. It's just a matter of like everything kind of coming together, whether it be weather and, you know, feeling good that day. And, executing what again what our coaches have been preaching to us uh did James kind of tell you to like start off slow just to fight the adrenaline bug Mm -hmm. maybe like five times slower
1: he always tells me to do that and um I'm really glad that I listened because it helped me a lot during that that Houston half I could see how I wanted to go faster specifically like with my Let's move it up, you know, but I, there's just so much fitness levels that um, some people are just fine with like starting at a walk, you know, and I was like, we are not here for that, <laughs> but maybe they were, you know, and that's like, <laughs> so, yeah, uh, like congrats, but this, like,
0: this is not the time to walk at the, at but the move yes. yeah. <laughs>
1: it was so hard like i was like i, I even told james i was like yo there were some people walking at the beginning i feel like i could have i could have done better Had those people been there you know <laughs> but but anyway i
0: <laughs> i could just see you too I feel like, like at the you guys are doing fantastic can you just scoot a little bit to the right a little bit
1: uh, you should see me at memorial park because there's like new people there and and there's like cyclists on the trail and at first i used to be like no bikes you know but i can <laughs> have i have figured out that the approach is this and i could be wrong but i don't feel that i am i'm like running and i'm like hey did you know there's um hey you're gonna love the bike trail it's that way you should go check it out
0: are there people really biking on the memorial trail yeah i've never ran into that
1: oh my gosh sometimes i just i mean i love cyclists but I, i just like i feel like they would know better but also i can't blame somebody for being a new person on a new trail like maybe they're new in town maybe they've never been to that one you know so like i can't i can't assume that it's, it's just them being jerks which they never are they're so sweet about like you know but obviously anger is never the right way but when i'm like
0: Throw a rock at I'm, them what are you doing here
1: <laughs> when i'm on my 14th mile like i'm probably not the most patient human you know
0: <laughs> yeah. we're on the but, struggle bus at that point we're just trying to hold yeah. pace
1: yes but well, anyway, i'm excited I... for
0: you to to like do this third marath- live marathon and you have this whole new fitness you have this whole new mindset training it's gonna be exciting i'm, I'm excited okay. to see just everyone back out there whether it be in distance i don't care just as long as we're in a live race this is like the, the biggest like an event in person racing event is what they, they, they call it
1: yes yes so,
0: just keep my I'm excited.
1: Fast. I'm excited for the expo and I mean self selfish plug for Chevron but have you seen the the gear it is beautiful. Oh yeah. The race gear?
0: I'm going to be oh spending some God. money at that expo.
1: I know. I just feel like I just need to plan the race and race my plan at the expo because <laughs> <laughs> like Budget, girl, get it together. Yeah, and there's just so many beautiful pieces.
0: We got a race plan for race day, and then a race plan for the yeah. expo. <laughs> a spending yeah. plan for the expo.
1: Yeah, spending plan. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, also, you know, yeah. before I forget, before the since the last time we talked, you um are part of Latinas. I don't want I don't want to mispronounce the name. Run Latinas. Leti- Latinas run. Yeah,
1: Latinas yeah.
0: run. He's, yeah. Yeah, uh, are you, you're on the committee.
1: I'm co-captain.
0: You are the co-captain. So did you, were, were you behind the scenes bringing this chapter to, uh, to Houston?
1: Mm, I mean, I don't even know how, like it just kind of happened. I want to, I don't know, maybe, maybe, maybe they just were like, this is the right person. I don't know. Cause I cannot take credit for it because it was just such a big deal. And it just kind of happened over the summer. There were a lot of logistics because the, 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 group is actually ran out of new york um so the woman that runs it she maria she like runs it up from the bronx i think and then like everything else kind of trickles down from there but i remember meeting um um a few of the girls that like rosa i met her and grace like i remember meeting grace and they're like we were all talking about the run and and like more representation of what that would look like and how that could be done and my friend and then my, i went to this event with freaks running club and a girl named ruby was there and um i really liked her What's a running club name the what Oh, a, oh freaks run at night run oh, club
0: that's a very cool name <laughs> it's,
1: so yeah they're very sweet it's it's yeah, um, i
0: know, i know those guys shout out to them yeah.
1: Okay. So it's just yes. shout out to Pat, Patrick Presgrove, and he runs that club. And um, so, so he uh, had an event for that club. And so then that's where I met Ruby and, um, and Pat connected me with her and we talked and then it kind of just was not really concrete. And then we started talking more about it. And so then I met um, Grace, Grecia and Rose and, I don't know, the rest is history, which we, we, a lot of clubs are very gracious, and they allow us to piggyback off of their events. So like Black Men Running Club is one of them. And they're so kind, like um, Terry Love has been very generous. Um, and really, Patrick is, is, is working on helping us grow our club. But it's kind of interesting, like my friend, Daniel, he has a running club out of champions. And I mean, I, I kind of want to pick his brain, like, how do you even make it what it is. Cause their club has grown like exponentially. And I not saying that about Latinas run for me, it's more about the heart, the representation of I'll, I'll be really honest. Maybe I would have started running sooner if more people look like me that ran, you know what I'm saying? And so like, I feel really passionate about that. Like I, I need running to look like everyone. That's the big goal. I want it to look like everyone, because I feel like even like in like in the latin community for women especially it's like well have you had children have you are you married do you work if you do those things or do you eat tortillas if you do those things you are you may never run right and so it's like it's a very cultural and um there's a lot of like misrepresentation so i wonder like if i saw somebody that looked more like me Uh, maybe I would have started running sooner or maybe if there was more talks like that, you know, rather than glossing over that and being like, let's just skip over that. Just go run. No big deal. You know, I really want to talk about those issues and in a, you know, light, whatever way, but just bring them up to the surface so that it's not a thing that you have to like wade at when you're in the water, you know?
0: Well, I think if they named you a co-captain, they saw something in you uh, which is probably your personality and you're very outgoing. So I have no doubt that you're going to help build that community up and um you know make it something that is genuine and from your heart and you know hit all those expectations and goals you have for that group so um that's awesome that you you know they chose you to help bring this group to the forefront and you know it's i'm sure it's like stepping stones you got to just build it up and before you know it it's going to become this huge thing and uh if you already got support from other runners in the running community from the I think he's at Freaks and Patrick, I think he's, he said, uh, mm-hmm. they'll, they'll definitely make sure they help you succeed.
1: Thanks. I mean, big shout out to black men run. Terry love is like such a champion for women of color and, you know, obviously Patrick too. And then there's David McClintock with, like, he's at Lululemon and, um, Asher Payne, like all these guys. And I don't mean to like name drop, but like, it's just, they're, they're just been such beautiful champions for this, like, I wouldn't call it a cause, but like definitely for um, for getting more people in the sport, you know.
0: Yeah, no name name drop away. Like uh, this is what we want. This is what we want. We want people to be recognized who typically wouldn't be recognized, and you know they they do things all behind the scenes, and I don't think people realize how much goes into building a community or running community. So anytime Mm -hmm. you get support from whether it be Lululemon or uh, just people around from other groups, I think that's that definitely needs to be uh promoted and and talked about.
1: for sure. yeah.
0: so you know with the with less than 10 days left, uh for people running Chevron, whether it be their first let's let's start with the first people who are running their first marathon first half marathon, what would you say to them like uh being you know you've done this a couple of times, what would be like one one thing you you told people to about that weekend about that race?
1: If I was standing next to somebody at the starting line and I, and they told me it was their first time, I would probably just give them a hug and be like, I'm so happy for you. Congratulations. Like you're going to kill it. Um, at the expo, probably the same thing, <laughs> but like, um, it's just a big deal. Just the amount of time that people take out of their lives just to run 26.2 miles or 13.1. Like it is a a feat if you've never done it you know like i would say don't expect this to be your last one
0: yeah i think if i could talk to people i would say the last three miles are going to change your life like you know from mile 10 to 13.1 or 22 to to the end as soon as you enter downtown and you hear that crowd that changes your life because it gives you like a whole new energy that you didn't have before you could be mile 10 and you're like i am never doing this again this sucks screw this <laughs> and then you get into downtown you cross that finish line and you're like all right i do that again that's not bad
1: yeah i know and then you're sitting there at night in front of your computer and you're just signing up for it again <laughs>
0: <laughs> um you know if if you had one quote to you know on your gravestone like you were known like this is your quote what is your what is your quote that gets you like moving whether it be running through life um, challenges. You ready? I'm ready. Life's a
1: garden. Dig it. <laughs> I like it. <laughs> See <That's>
0: Joe Dirt. <laughs> <laughs> I, I've never seen that movie, but you know everybody typically has like that one quote that you know it's like it's like what's that quote that that gets you and that's your quote. Life's a garden. <laughs> Dig it. Well, what what what's one of the big things you're uh excited to do or excited to see achieve for this race or weekend
1: um oh gosh you know i i was an ambassador last year and when we went virtual I was like no i was so like, like heartbroken because my favorite part the reason why i got into running anyway was an expo like the energy in there was just so crazy and like thick and um and so i really wanted to be part of the expo and so to finally get to do it i'm really really looking forward to the expo i'm looking forward to meeting runners i'm looking forward to connecting with people that i've only seen on um, social media um so i'm really really excited about all of those things and inevitably based on where i'm at on my fitness i can't help but PR so i'm really looking forward to to that you know i mean unless i twist an ankle or something like that um i'm definitely on course to pr
0: and what are going to be the the game day shoes for the big 26.2 the shoes the shoes do you know what shoes you're wearing
1: hey you know my friend chris anton is like gonna be like oh. um, <laughs> he's, he's, my, he's my shoe guy that's my my sock-y friend but i uh, i'm we actually love you, chris.
0: Running. we love you chris
1: Chris, we love you. You are so amazing. Actually, I will, I will give a shout out to Chris because he's been so generous with, with his with expose helping us expose the brand and helping new runners get in Sockinis, which are amazing shoes. However, my shoe for race day is uh, New Balance Ten Eighties.
0: Nice. Have you been training in those all season? No. They got that foam that's just. Like walk walk it's like walking on clouds.
1: I don't understand the foam. It's everywhere I need it to be and everywhere I don't. Like, like it's not where I need it to be. And it's not not where I need it to be. You know what I'm saying? And then where I need it, it's and then it just makes sense with my stride too. It's like it's almost like the shoe like understands my stride. And um I think I'll be rocking
0: some newbies that day too.
1: What would you using?
0: Uh I'll probably be in the RC elites uh V2s. Oh. oh. So.
1: Oh, nice! Yeah, I I was I had tried some Hoka's and I'll, I really wanted that to be my shoe. Originally, I thought I was gonna uh, run in um the um the Saucony Speed, which is a great shoe. It's just it the way my stride is like it doesn't give me the at the at the very very end of the run what I want is comfort, and it just doesn't have where I need it. You know. And I feel like, and I've done my longest run was 18 miles, and I did it in the in the 1080s, and I felt supported. Oh, man. Good.
0: Yeah, mm-hmm. did, you feel, did you still feel pretty strong at the end of those 18 miles?
1: I did. I mean, I feel like as I grow in the sport, I'll have to like come face to face with some issues, specifically with my um, with my hip flexors and IT band. Like those two things are, I think. Strengthening those areas will, you know, be a big game changer for me. But yeah, as as other than that, I felt pretty strong. And you know what, the the big win for me is I didn't experience the uh, tendonitis pain that I had before, and that's, that's awesome. the big.
0: Yeah, if you can get to eighteen and not experience pain, I think by like mm-hmm. twenty twenty one, we're all going to be hurting to some degree. But if it's not that, sure. that uh, those injury pains that. You know get us then it's just all about like just battling through the the achiness of being on your feet for three, four, five hours, you know, however long it takes people to to do that. Uh you know, one thing I, before we kind of wrap this up, one thing that I always uh admired was when I talked to the fast folks. When I say fast, fast folks, I'm talking about like the the Boston qualifiers, the the three hours, sub three hours. And you know, I think we look at them and with such like admiration because it's like, man, you guys Go so like hard. You goes guy goes goes fast, but they look. You know, I talked to to Cal and a few other people, and they're like, "Man, I admire, you know, non elite, ordinary people, <laughs> the neops, the non elite, ordinary peoples that, you know, stay out there for four or five hours because that's a whole nother like mental game. That's a whole nother mindset to be out there. So, I think the respect goes both ways, and uh, I never really thought of it that way. So when you kind of brought that to my attention, it was. I was like, oh man, yeah, that's 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 pretty cool that, you know, they that have the much respect, respect for us. People. Yeah, for sure. I've
1: heard that too, and um, and it helped me like keep my my pride, you know, because it is it's very like it's almost draining to see. I remember when I did my I did a Houston half two years ago. I mean the Aranco half two years ago, and there was an elite runner dude, an elite marathoner finished her marathon at the same time that I finished my half marathon and I was like oh cool okay man <laughs> like this is, <laughs> it, it was just so like it's almost like disheartening because right? yeah. you've worked so hard you know but um but yeah like the the way that the it, that's what I love about the sport right like this respect goes both ways because you're respecting them for the speed and they're like dude, you've been on your feet for four or five hours, six, how did you do it? You know? And, and I love that this respect goes both ways, you know? For
0: sure. And I think, I think they also know that we're just ordinary folks, <laughs> you know, like we're not paid to do this. This is not our, our like life. And this is obviously not what we excel at, but we're just out there grinding with everybody else and just kind of pushing ourselves to be better us. Um, mm-hmm. Shout outs. You got any shout outs to to wrap this, this episode up before we, really, uh, have to run 26.2 miles.
1: Yes, I do. Okay. If you're listening, shout out to you because you are so amazing. I can't believe like you are about to push your body in an incredible way. I hope you hear my words and you, and you, and you just feel so loved by yourself and by others. Like you're doing something that not everyone can do, and not everyone will do. I think it's like what 5% of the population will complete a marathon. So if you're in that 5%, like, don't worry about your time, just finish your race, finish strong. And like, just be super proud of yourself. I can't like, I wish I could hug the whole city or like everyone at the starting line or high five or whatever, but either way, like, I'm just so beside myself in, like, I just could gloat I'm so excited for everyone. And, um, it's just really, amazing to to even be part of this journey with people
0: yeah sure. i mean definitely everyone that's going to be out there uh whether it be your first or your 10th uh i think the running community we're all just a bunch of cheerleaders for each other and yeah. we support and pump each other up and uh i think we're all just excited to see how everybody does and uh i think one of the best parts is you know that day on facebook or on instagram when everybody posts their results and their medals and uh, you know, it's just cool to see everybody like hit that goal and you know achieve whatever goal it is that they were shooting for.
1: Yeah, yeah. Or like their story of I will never train this way again. What was I thinking? <laughs> yeah. Like even those are to listen yeah. to. Me, yeah.
0: <laughs> and then it's quickly like, well, would you do another one? Well, okay, I guess maybe.
1: Yeah, and then they do.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah. All right. So be sure to look for Glenda on the course. Uh look for her at the expo. She'll be there Friday and Saturday. Uh, shout out to all the ambassadors shout out to you know the the organizers of the race because i'm sure going from a virtual to a live and now having to kind of shift gears with omicron and you know that's another thing that they got to deal with but uh shout out to everybody that just kind of helped put this race together and i'm excited to see everybody out there and do the thing and i'll have to see if anybody's picking up any stray cats or some cool stories where I can have them on the show and just kind of recap uh, what it was like to to be out there. All right, so if yeah. people wanted to follow you again, where where can they follow follow you on Instagram? And we'll kind of shout out your uh, Latinas Run Houston again too.
1: Yeah, um, so I'm on Instagram at glentastica, um, at Latinas Run Houston, and of course, please follow Team Catapult because they are amazing.
0: For sure. All right, G Unit. Uh, We'll wrap it up. Good luck next weekend. And uh, we'll see you at Chevron Houston Marathon Weekend. Let's go.
1: Thank you so much for having me on. You're the best.